developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hello, folks. Dr. Tim Jordan back with you here with a new podcast on raising daughters. I hope your summer has started out well. And I'm going to talk about something that's serious today, because I find in my office counseling practice that a lot of girls come in to see me with an issue that's underneath a lot of other issues. The issue I'm talking about is a belief that they are not good enough. And I think for many girls, it's literally killing them. Because if they come in with symptoms of depression or anxiety they come in with symptoms of suicidal thoughts, that they've been doing some self-harm or cutting, they have low self-esteem. Underneath that many times is stories that they tell themselves that they're not good enough. So I thought I would talk on this podcast today about where does that belief come from for girls? And there's a bunch of reasons why. First, parents' responsibility in that belief system. I see girls with uh, low self-confidence and who have a belief about not being good enough when their parents have a style of parenting that is autocratic, meaning more critical, there's more yelling, it's a punitive model, um, it's the kind of parent who gets upset if their kid gets a B, um, if their grades drop a little bit, it may be the kind of parent who's at the at the at their soccer game who's yelling at them from the stands, who coaches them all the way home from the, from the game. I've had uh, girls who tell me about comments their parents make about their weight or eating. I remember one girl I saw years ago. She was, a, I think, a freshman or a sophomore in high school. And her dad, who was overweight himself, came up to her one day and he squeezed her upper arm. And he said, you're getting kind of fat, aren't you? Can you imagine the impact that had on that girl and, her, and how she was looking at herself? I think a lot of times parents aren't aware of the comments that are coming out of their mouths and the fact that their daughters oftentimes internalize them and hear it as being critical and therefore I'm not good enough. I remember my wife and I ran a, a mother-daughter retreat oh, about 10 years ago, years ago or so. It was in Europe and it was all these moms and daughters uh, from all over Europe. Anyway, we did some body image stuff with the moms and the daughters together. And one of the things we talked about was, do the, what are the moms modeling? And we asked the moms with their daughters in, this, in the room, how many of you talk bad about yourself in front of your daughters? Like say, I'm, I'm getting so fat, or, or, you, or you pinch your thighs and say, I'm getting cellulite in my thighs. How many of you do that? And all the moms said, I would never do that. I know it's not good for my daughter. I'm very conscious of that. And Anne, my wife, and I said, great. Then we turned to the girls who were sitting next to the moms and said, how many of you hear your moms oftentimes saying negative things about their bodies? And every girl raised their hand. And their mom's mouths dropped open like, wow, I didn't realize that was coming out of my mouth. So become really aware of what you're modeling because your girls are listening and they're watching and they're taking it in. 
sometimes girls develop a not good enough belief system because they're being compared to their older or younger siblings because they're doing better in school or they're better athletes or they're better behaved or whatever reason. And that sometimes is very obvious and direct and sometimes it's more subtle. But when kids feel like they're being compared negatively to a sibling, that that obviously is going to cause them to develop a belief system that says, I'm not as good as them and therefore I'm not good enough. I've also found that when, when girls are around parents who are distracted a lot or who aren't around a lot because of work, because of all kinds of things, that because of that, the girls start to wondering, why doesn't my mom or dad spend time with me? And when they go inside their heads with that kind of a question, unfortunately, many times the answer is, I must not be very lovable. I must not be uh, good enough. I must not, uh, they must not care about me. It's not true, but that's a belief that they can have. I've seen so many girls over the years who've been through separations and divorces where a parent, which, and oftentimes it's the dad, but not always, doesn't spend as much time, doesn't call as much. If the parents start dating and or they they start to uh, live with with another person, if they get remarried and have other kids or have step-siblings, that's a recipe for girls feeling like, what about me? My dad is spending more time with their new family. My mom is spending more time with their new boyfriend and therefore not spending as much time with me. Maybe she cares more about him or her and, and their family. Uh, maybe it's because I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not cool enough. Or there's something wrong with me. I have also talked to lots of girls over the years who have felt like they weren't good enough because their dads weren't spending much time with them. And especially if they have a brother who is younger or older, and the dad seems like they spend a lot more time with the boy and seems a lot more comfortable doing, quote-unquote, boy things with their sons. And the daughters feel like, what about me? Maybe there's something wrong with me. Why does my dad hang out with me as much as my brother? Maybe I'm just not good enough. Some parents, and I've talked about this in previous podcasts, some parents end up valuing achievement more than character. They value grades and what team you're on. They value those sorts of things more than things like, are you a good person? Do you have good empathy, good compassion? Are you a leader? Do you have high integrity? Those things that I know and you know right now as you're listening to this are more important, but sometimes the focus and the emphasis is on things like grades and achievement. A lot of girls develop anxiety from worrying about keeping up with or outshining their their peers at school because they have to be better than them and get the better grades. And they can also end up being depressed because they may end up not being as good as some other kids in their class or not getting the grades they think their parents want or expect. So there's depression and anxiety caused by their failure to achieve and a sense of I can never do enough. I can never measure up. I'm just not good enough. Then there's a whole category of peers, their friends. Girls I see, especially by the time they get into you know fourth, fifth grade and above, constantly compare themselves to their friends and oftentimes unfavorably. They think their friends are thinner, cuter, smarter, more athletic, more social, more attractive. I mean, there's a whole list of the ways they compare themselves, which all ends up meaning I'm not as good as them. I'm not good enough. Um, they see images on, on social media and they compare themselves to the images, even though 
most times those images have been photoshopped and changed to look their best. But girls oftentimes, even though they're bright girls, they don't remember that when they're looking at those photos. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Girls also tend to, especially middle school, high school, they tend to body shame and fat shame each other with comments about, are you eating that? How can you eat that? Or there'll be a gym class uh, getting dressed afterwards and they're, they're all looking in the mirror. They're in the bathroom looking in the mirror. And then all these comments come out like, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. And if there's a girl who's, who's muscular or a girl who's a little, little bit overweight and their little stick figure friend is saying, I'm too fat, then they look at themselves like, oh my God, what does that mean about me? And then they get down themselves and down their bodies and they start wondering, am I ever going to be enough? Am I ever going to be good enough? I've had lots of girl athletes who are in great shape, they're muscular, and they'll sit down and, and their thighs, which are muscular, kind of spread out like, like they do. And then they look at their friend next to them who's got these little little twig thighs and they're like, oh my God, I'm so fat. Of course they're not, but they start to think that and then that starts to cascade into not being good enough, not being as pretty as, not as attractive as them, etc. I've talked about this next uh, concept before, spiral of beliefs from negative past experiences. And what I mean by that is things happen for instance, they get ditched by their friends in seventh grade. They lose their friend group and they're alone. And so they go inside their heads and they start to ask themselves questions about why are my friends ignoring me? Why are they leaving me out? Why aren't they calling me on the weekends? And then they start to answer those questions in their head with their own private logic. Maybe it's because I'm, and then fill in the blanks. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not cool enough. Maybe I'm weird. Maybe I'm awkward. Maybe I'm socially awkward. Maybe I'm annoying. What did I do wrong? What Did I say something stupid? They go through this whole list, but oftentimes one of the most common thoughts that they have about negative, negative experiences with their friends is, I'm not good enough. If they're teased, made fun of because of anything, that oftentimes spurs a thought about not being good enough. Um, maybe like I mentioned earlier, their, uh, their parents get divorced. Their dad doesn't see him very often. So their thoughts are maybe he doesn't love me. Maybe he doesn't care about me. And maybe it's because I'm not good enough. There's something wrong with me. If they struggle in school, I had a, a girl who, who has some mild learning disabilities. So school's harder. She does okay, but it, it takes her twice as long as her friends to get her homework done. And so she'll sit in class and see people next to her who have not even studied, barely, barely opened the book, and they get A's easily. And here she is working her butt off to barely get C's and or B's if she's lucky. So then she goes inside her head with her spiral beliefs, and she starts to think, maybe I'm stupid. I'm definitely not as good as them. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not going to be good enough to be able to get into college. So past negative experiences... That spiral belief and girls in their heads going crazy with thoughts about why, why, why. A lot of times that is the root of them feeling like I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. A couple more reasons why I think girls sometimes develop that belief about not being good enough. One of them is sometimes it's, it's, it comes from their coaches. I saw a girl recently who is having some problems with body dysmorphism. She thinks she's too fat. She's she exercises a lot. She, she restricts her diet. And she's in high school. She's in the middle of high school. And she said this started back when she was in fifth grade. 
and started in her dance class because her dance teacher told the girls and her in particular that they needed to lose weight and get thinner. Otherwise, they would never be a good dancer. I've heard girls tell me over and over again, dance coaches, cheer coaches, giving messages to the girls that they need to be thinner. And then the girls internalize that as, therefore, if I'm not, I'm not going to be good enough. If they've got a coach who's constantly yelling at the girls, who focuses only on winning instead of things like having fun and developing skills, they get one of those intense coaches. A lot of times girls internalize that as the coach doesn't like me and I'm not good enough. So coaches um, can also cause those thoughts to appear in girls' heads. And then the one I'm sure you're all are saying, well, what about social media? Well, of course, that's a, p- a piece of it. And the one I talk about a lot with girls is advertising. Because when they see an ad on TV about about a, a soft drink product or a beer product or makeup or something for their hair or whatever it might be, or the same kinds of things that they may see in magazines, they think that they're selling me product. They're selling me shampoo or deodorant or whatever, but I tell them that is not what they are selling you. They're selling you a message that ends up creating a lot of false needs and beliefs and desires. What they're telling you in those ads is, in order to be happy, you need this product because you're not enough. More of this is better. Happiness and friends can be bought if you just have these products. The only way to feel better about yourself is to have these things because you in and of yourself are not good enough. You need this product to be happy and pretty and have friends and to be successful and to have a good life or to reach your potential. You need this stuff because you are not enough. You are not good enough. If you want to be popular, if you want to have cool friends, buy these products and you'll be just like these these people in the ads. These hot people who are having so much fun. If you watch an ad, see an ad, and afterwards you feel less good about yourself, then guess what? The advertiser has won because he's going to create inside of you a craving for, I need this. I don't want to feel ugly and not good enough and all those things, so I'm going to go out and buy this stuff. And going along with the media being more savvy is girls a lot of times are not very image savvy. They look at a picture on Instagram or they look at a picture on Snapchat or they look at a picture on uh, Facebook or whatever and they start comparing themselves to the image. Whether it's a movie star or a rock star or just their friends or their peers and they feel like, I don't measure up to that picture, therefore, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not enough. Even though most of those pictures are not real. They've been photoshopped and altered in so many ways. And girls know that because they do it with their own pictures. But they, when they're looking at those images, they forget. They forget and they get bummed out. At our camp, sometimes we have sat the girls down and we've shown them some videos. Some of them are from uh, the Dove company, D-O-V-E, the soap, whatever company. They put out some really nice videos about body image uh, several years ago. And because they wanted girls to start looking at images in a different way. So, for instance, one of the videos, I, I, I can't remember what it was called, but there's a, there's a woman who walks into this uh, like photo 
shoot thing. She sits down on a stool and it looks like she just woke up. She's probably 18-ish. And she looks like a regular old whatever. She has freckles and her hair is kind of, you know, messed up. So she sits down and the camera like zooms in on her face. And then over the next 30 seconds, maybe a minute, they, there's this fast forward making her up. What probably took two or three hours, they show you in like 30 seconds or a minute. So they see them poofing her hair. They show them putting on her makeup. They show her doing all those kinds of things. And then the camera stops for a second. And then the Photoshop icons come on. And they show how her cheeks get sunken in and her neck gets longer. And uh, her forehead goes up and her eyelashes go up. They show all the changes. Her, her lips get puffier. They show all the changes that are done on Photoshop. And then the camera stops again, and it's right on her face, and then the camera zooms out, and she's on a billboard. It's a billboard picture. And that picture on the billboard looks almost nothing like the girl who sat down in the stool three hours before. There's several videos like that on that dove.com. So look at those with your daughters and have conversations about being educated and smart about the stuff that you're seeing on the ads, on TV, uh, in your Instagram, etc. Those are not real. And if you're spending a lot of energy trying to be like them, you're going to end up feeling like you're not enough. You're not good enough. Because by the way, nobody is looks like that. There are sites online you can find before and after photos of movie stars and rock stars showing them like, like a normal person with no makeup, like like all of us are, and then it shows them another picture right next to that picture of them all made up. Probably took them four, five, six hours with the clothes and the hair and the photoshopping and all that. And it looks so different. Again, education, education, education. They've got to become more image and media savvy. So if you don't want your daughter to develop a belief system that says, I'm not good enough, there are some things that we can do. If you've got a parenting style of yelling and being critical and being punitive and all that kind of thing, that, that autocratic model, shift it, change it. Go to parenting classes, read books. You and your spouse need to shift out of that because it's really easy for kids to develop an attitude of, of I'm not good enough unless you're parenting differently. Make sure that you are not comparing them to their siblings, especially unfavorably, obviously. I'd make sure you're valuing character over achievement. That there's way more important things about them and in their life than their grades or what team they're on. Make sure you, you not only notice those, but affirm those in them. Acknowledge them so they start to look at themselves through that lens as opposed to all about achievement. Make sure that, that you're conscious of what you're modeling, especially moms when it comes to daughters about what you say about yourself, how you take care of yourself, what your self-talk is, especially the stuff that you say out loud. Also, if, you, if you're always on a new diet because, you, because you're not good enough in your own mind, then your daughters are watching that and they're learning about it from you. Make sure you're spending a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with them. Let them know that you like being with them. It's fun to be with them so that they feel close and connected. And so they feel like they're loved and cared about and that they're more than enough. That you're getting together with them, not because they got good grades, but because you love them just for who they are. 
That is so important. Be a good listener, a good non-judgmental listener, so that if they're having problems with their friends, they'll come to you. And if you do a good job of just listening, which is what they usually want mostly, is just to be heard, then that helps them sometimes to kind of download all that stuff. And then once they've done that, a lot of times they can step back from themselves and make better sense of it. And you can ask some questions about, because of that happened with your friends, what are you letting that mean about you? And if they, st- if they tell you that, that they're not good enough, there's something wrong with them, or they're too annoying or something, you can help them to see it in a different way. It doesn't mean that. It means people are immature in the hallways of middle school and high school. It means that sometimes people do that when they're jealous. There's so many reasons why people do that, but it has not, it's not because of who they are. So if you're a good listener and they come to you, you can give a different perspective. You can tell them stories about when you were their age and your past experiences. So valuable. They, they see us as, the, as this finished product. They may see us being successful in our work life. They may see us with friends, etc. They did not see us in the hallways of seventh grade. They did not see us in our awkward stages with our acne and our braces and our whatever. Although I never had braces. Um, so, but it helps for them to know that you understand so they can come to you and then you can help them to decipher life experiences better. Help them become aware of that spiral of beliefs. Make sure you ask them what they're saying to themselves about themselves due to any kind of life experience. And I would help them to challenge any negative thoughts and beliefs that they have in their heads. Teach them that they are always in charge of what they allow experiences to mean about them. They are always in charge of their story. It's such an important concept. They are not in charge oftentimes of what happens to them or what people say or do, but they are always in charge of what they make of it. I'd be very careful when choosing teams. I'd be very careful about who is the coach. Because if they're too intense or they're one of those critical coaches who are all about screaming and yelling and winning and all that, then I would move on. Because there are a lot of teams out there and a lot of coaches who have a better attitude and a better perspective. Where it's more about fun and development and learning good lessons as opposed to winning at all cost. Very important because our kids spend a lot of time oftentimes at gymnastics and at soccer and at cheer and whatever. I'd be very careful about choosing teams and about choosing and choosing the coach. I mentioned it a little earlier, but we've got to teach our girls to be more media savvy. I want them to know what ads are selling them. That whole thing about not being good enough. I want them to question those ads and see them. I'm going to do a whole podcast sometime in the near future about this concept. But, but anytime they see any, anything in the media, I want them to have a couple questions in their mind. What are they trying to sell me? What are they saying to me about me? Are they saying that I'm not good enough, that I'm too fat, my hair's too wavy, etc.? Yes, probably. They're saying you're not good enough. So ask yourselves those questions. Know, understand what they're trying to sell you and don't buy it. Don't buy that crap. Pardon my language. And like I said before, teach our girls to be better at being image savvy, to question every image that they see, to understand and know that they're not real. Catch yourself when you're comparing yourself to them because they're not real. 
you're comparing yourself to a facade. And that is going to be a bottomless pit of negativity and I'm not good enough. They can learn to be more image savvy. So I think we need to do a better job of preventing kids from internalizing these negative beliefs about themselves, about not being good enough. Because if we can do that in the ways I've talked about, I think we'll go a long ways towards helping them to prevent becoming anxious and depressed and doing some of the other negative behaviors like suicidal thoughts, cutting, etc. That I think at the root of a lot of those is poor self-confidence, poor self-esteem, and really negative, uh, discouraging belief systems about themselves. Every one of your daughters is going to be challenged by what I'm talking about. And that's okay. That's part of growing up. They need to understand it, have some tools, and grow, uh, grow through it, and be stronger for it. Okay, see if you like this podcast, because if you do, listen to it with your daughter. I hope it spurs some conversations about these topics, about their thoughts about themselves. That'd be an awesome thing to do. Share it with any of your friends who have girls uh, in grade school, middle school, high school, or beyond. Check out my website for uh, all the things that I offer. I've got a couple of parenting courses, online parenting courses. I've got six books, um, lots of podcasts and blogs. Uh, just check it out at www.drtimjordan.com. I sure appreciate you stopping by here every week. I will see you back here in a week with another podcast. Mm-hmm.